Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Raising His Kids, the podcast for stepmoms navigating the beautiful chaos of blended family life. Today, we have a fantastic episode lined up. That's right. We've got a mix of topics for you today from the controversial celebration of Australia Day to the excitement of our very own Miss Kay turning four. And of course, the back to school season, that's just around the corner. So grab your coffee or your wine and let's kick things off. So first things first, I wanted to start with Australia Day because it's coming up at the end of this month. And I put a poll in our stories just to gauge where our Aussie listeners are at because in more recent years, it's become more controversial. And 40% said yes, they celebrate. Uh, 30% said no. And the other 30%, I'm guessing, are not Australian because they responded with what's Australia Day. (laughs) So I thought for our American listeners, I'd explain that growing up, I always sort of thought of Australia Day similarly to July 4th for you guys. It's, you know, our national day of celebration. But the controversy comes with the fact that it's marked on the day that the first fleet arrived from Britain, which is where a lot of the terms, I guess, are being used with Invasion Day, where, you know, the British colonized Australia and took over from the Aboriginals. And there's a lot more for it, but I do not want to get into a political discussion on here. I agree. (laughs) So, but yeah, so I wanted to just talk about it because, you know, for me, I enjoy the public holiday. I also like it because my daughter gets a national holiday for her birthday every year. That's fun. (laughs) So. And she was actually born on Australia Day? Yeah, she's born on Australia Day. So that's what I love about it is because she gets the holiday every year for her birthday. She'll never have to go to school on her birthday. And it's like a public holiday to celebrate her. Um, So we don't celebrate Australia Day, but we do always get together and do something for her birthday on the day because she's about to turn four that's really sweet and also like none of the boys have um school either so they could hypothetically all come and celebrate too that's it and we've been pretty lucky that we've either already had the boys or her birthday falls like at the tail end or the beginning end of our transition so the other parents are always like yeah okay you can have her I mean, right. have them for her. Um, oh, that's nice. But yes, yeah, so I just thought I would talk about her for a little bit because she's a big part of my chaotic blended family and we should celebrate the wins in our life, which my win is that I finally convinced my husband that she can get her ears pierced. <laughs> that's exciting. And when are you taking her to do that? I'm going to do it the day after her birthday because I actually have to work on her birthday. And the only reason I'm doing it is because it's double time and a half. So, oh, that helps. <laughs> it does. Sorry. She's probably um, going to be like confused why anyone has to do anything on her birthday, though. Well, that's it. But, you know, she's still just four. So it's just another day. But the other thing that I thought about the other day when I was thinking about birthdays is something that you mentioned when I was planning Big K's birthday. And I was watching Shameless because, you know, I'm so far behind on Shameless. And there's a scene where the little girl gets up and she's like, it's my birthday. Where's my presents? And her uncle goes, oh, no, it's not like Christmas. You don't get them in the morning. You'll get them at your party later. And I remember you saying that you guys don't do presents in the morning for birthdays. Uh uh-uh. I I don't think anyone does like regularly. Um, Yeah, I don't know of anyone who does that. It's always like at it's night like, after dinner, you have presents and cake. Yeah, see, we still do. After dinner, you get cake, but the presents are first thing in the morning. Like the first, like, yay, it's all about you. 
unless of course, you know, it's a busy school day or whatever. Luckily, all my kids actually have their birthdays on school holidays. Really? Oh, yeah, because like summer and stuff. Yeah, so big case between Christmas and New Year. Little J is on spring break and Big J is on winter break. Oh, that helps. <laughs> so, um, but I know like my nieces and stuff, um, if they have school on their birthday, like they have to wait until they finish the school day to get their presents. Yeah. Because their parents are all working and stuff and they all want to be home. Um, but For yeah, sure. I just thought that was another like difference between us. Yeah. I've seen like on TikTok lately where um people are like setting it up for like their kids like like early birthdays, like first, second and third birthdays. And they like set up like a whole cute little thing with like presents and stuff like that. So maybe it's like becoming more of a thing here. I don't know. Maybe. I remember when we used to Marco Polo a lot with Madison mm-hmm. and I I told her about how we sing happy birthday differently. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, well, the song's the same, but at the end of the song in Australia, we go hip hip hooray, hip hip oh, yeah. hooray, hip hip hooray, and that's not a thing in America. So, no, definitely not. I know Madison said she was going to start doing it for the boys' birthdays, so it's like yeah, a little cheer at the end when they blow out their candles. <laughs> that's funny. That is really cute. I hate. When, like, when I was a kid, I hated it when people sang happy birthday to me. Really? Kendall hates it too. She tells everyone to shut up and she goes, shut up. But I think that's more like a sensory overload and she, the too much noise. Yeah, so, I could see that. And she, she's, she's also the evil one that wants to blow out everyone's candles. Oh, no. Yeah. She oh, is. gosh. Um, that's only girls. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But, yeah, that's all I really have on Australia Day and... Miss Kay's birthday. I just wanted to mention it. You know, like I said, don't want to get into a political discussion with Australia Day. But yeah. I thought it was interesting how many people celebrate it and don't celebrate it. And yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't even know about Australia Day until last year when you sent like baby gifts um, and they were all like <laughs> the koalas and <laughs> it was the other one. I can't remember. Um, She's long um, grown out of those now. Oh, like capybaras or something. It was quokkas and koalas oh, okay. and kangaroos. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to get Cute. some more. I'll get some more in some bigger sizes. Yeah. They were her favorite ones because they were like short and we didn't have that many like short ones. Well, I knew she was going to be born in your summer. So I thought it was like perfect timing. I'll buy them. Yeah. Like in my summer and send them to you. So it worked out perfectly. It um, did. But but shifting gears, it's back to school season here. So I know like our school years function differently. But I know that there's oh, all of you guys in America should have already gone back to school after your winter break. So it's sort of around the same time, but ours is the beginning of our school year. And I just know that it's chaotic here for us. So whether you're settling back into the school routine or getting ready for a year ahead, I thought it was something that we could talk about. I think that's a good idea. Um, We obviously were not like back to school this summer or this like right now. To me, at least, going back from winter break is definitely not the stress that it is, like going back in September um, mm-hmm. or August when we go back. But yeah. it's more like doesn't want to go back. So he's like fighting it. Like he's like, yeah. um, I don't even know like how to say it like <laughs> nicely, but he just fights like going back to school because he's, especially when he's been with his mom, he's had like all this time. So just do whatever he wants and run completely free. And then he has to go back to like structure and he doesn't. 
on. He doesn't like them. Yeah, I know it's a struggle for little Jay with that, but he is like a pro at masking. So his teachers for the whole first term, right up until Easter, they're like, oh, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. This behavior record, what are you talking about? And then he comes back after Easter and it's just like, bam, like spawn of Satan. He comes in like a cyclone and it's like he just masks it's like the honeymoon period. That's what I tell the teachers. I'm like, it's a honeymoon period. Trust me. This will not last. Is it like he does it on purpose or do you think he's like a little shy or something? I think he's masking to try and gauge what he can get away with and try and find his footing. And I think it's a little bit of him being nervous. And then as soon as he's comfortable, he just unmasks and goes next level. That's crazy. That's That must be so tough for them. <laughs> yeah, but... You know, it's, I know it's a bit chaotic here for us. So we got the boys back. We got the Jays back on Sunday, a day early. I got Big K back today. And now I need to run around buying new school bags and uniforms and all that fun stuff, which I'm just stressing about because I only have two days off this week and they actually go back to school on Monday. Oh, okay. Let's come day, quick. Yeah. The day this airs is when they go back to school. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. That's definitely coming up quick. <laughs> it is. So yeah, I'm a little bit stressed. Mm. That's why I was like, let's talk about it. <laughs> Can you not like um, order any of that type of stuff online or do you feel like you have to go get it? So big case, like this weird in-between size that I have to physically take him to try on the clothes. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I don't want to risk buying him a shirt because it might fit him now, but it's not going to fit him at the end of the year. I'd rather buy one that's like a little bit bigger so it's going to last him at least the whole year. Right. Um, I, I did manage to pick up his school bag during the week. You know, I sent him some photos of some school bags that I found online. I was like, which one do you like? Pick one. I'm going to the shops tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's, it's not as chaotic and as like I'm making it out to be in my head, but it, I think it's just the fact that compared to the last five years I only have two days to do it all in mm -hmm. yeah it's like definitely an adjustment yeah so, so is Karen taking care of all the Jay's stuff since you guys pay her child support now or how's that working out well she hasn't asked us for any more money since the last time she asked us for money for school um she really surprised me because we had to message her and say hey we need the boys medication or we need their scripts and she actually just packed their medication, which surprised me because normally she will go, you need to pay for it. Yeah. Which we're fine with paying for the medication when they're in our yeah. house. Like that, but yeah, she just packed it. So that surprised me. Um, luckily, Big J, all his uniforms still fit him and he has to wear the same uniform as last year. So bonus, because I bought them a size bigger um, and his school shoes still fit him. He's got a school laptop. So pretty much those two on our end, they at least have everything already. It's just Big K that I need to sort out. And, you know, his dad and I are getting along discussing this stuff for the first time in years, which is surprising. And sometimes I don't know how I also I like we had a conversation about something unrelated to school today. And, you know, I got off the phone and I was like, I don't know how I feel about it. Like I'm I called him expecting him to argue with me right? because I was saying no to something and I wasn't saying no to be an asshole. I was just saying no because like there's appointments and stuff and I thought he was going to like yell at me and carry on and then I got off the phone and I was like, oh, that, that wasn't as bad as what I thought it was going to be. So I don't know. We're in this season of getting along, but I'm wary of it. 
Yeah. But I mean, maybe because you guys used to get along. So maybe he's just realizing that that was more peaceful and he wants to get back to that. Well, that's what we discussed in mediation when we went to mediation. You know, like my podcast, my platform isn't about targeting him. It's about sharing my experience, my story to help others. And I said right. to them, I'm trying to grow a business. The more money I make, the less money you need to give me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I'm trying I'm trying to grow a like a viable business here. And it, you know, he even said to me, he's like, Oh, so maybe if there's more good stuff, you'll talk about the good stuff. And I'm like, Well, let's work yeah. on the good stuff. So but it's just I don't know. I guess it's I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. So I was paranoid about calling him, thinking he was going to blow up at me. But then he was like, oh, no, it's okay. We can do this. We can do that. Let's make it work. And I was like, okay. okay." (laughs) I also wonder if, like, his wife has become a little more cooperative with that now that, like, she's got a kid. And, um, like, I just feel like that puts things into perspective. Maybe. Perhaps she's realized, like, our need for communication has nothing to do with anything other than our kid right i feel like it might like because like something i might like put it into perspective like if you put yourself in those shoes where you're like oh well this could be me now that we have a kid together like i mean i've been there like miss a put things into perspective for me too right and like you and i have both been there with like whole second second wife syndrome and going oh mm-hmm. you know why why are they talking why what do they need to talk about and it's like well I've got a kid together like there's some things that need to be discussed yeah it's not easy yeah obviously like with our the woman who wrote in for our stepmom's anonymous I had to ask her a question because we had a couple of dms about one of our responses on our story about Karen wanting like making demands of like this stepmom's husband you know thinking like she can make wifely demands when she's not a wife thing and someone's like I want to know what what demands are being made like is she asking her to cut like asking him to cut her grass right but it was just like she's calling making demands going you need to do this you need to do that and it's like "Mm, well actually no no one needs to do anything yeah we dealt with that in the beginning too like this is like off topic but like she would be like oh you need to come and like take me to my car because it was like in the shop or whatever and like stuff like that we're like you probably wouldn't really have had an issue with it had she like phrased it nicely like if she was like oh while you're dropping him off can you take us to my car or something like that but it was just it's always like oh, you need to do this. And like, that makes, that makes me not want to help anybody. I know like it, it rubbed my husband the wrong way too. So it's like definitely um, not okay to demand things, especially someone who's not yours in any real way anymore. Yeah. Right. Like I know that would be a big thing in the past would be Kay's dad and I, where, you know, he'd be like, you need to come get him. And I'd be like, well, actually our agreement says that you drop him off on these days so you need to drop him off and technically on the times that the blow-ups happened around that when he's demanding I come get him I'm like legally I couldn't even drive like I wasn't expecting to drive so I'd already had a few wines or a few gins right you know and I'm not the type of person to have a drink or even like one drink and then drive no I mean especially if I'm gonna have my kid especially if I'm gonna have my kids in the car Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that you know so if there's an expectation, then that's what I expect. Don't turn around and flip the narrative and change it. Right. But I can't remember what point I was trying to make with this, but it was something to do with demands. Um. Oh, that's right. Because then we had a thing around Christmas when Big K went to go visit 
with his brother for his brother's birthday and his dad's like oh can you pick him up and I was like oh not really we only have one functioning car and I'm working so I can like try and sort something out and he goes oh that's all right is it all right if I just drop him off late tonight I'm like yeah okay that's fine that works for me right you know it it was the difference between making the demand and asking the question. Oh, it totally makes a difference. Right. I don't want to help anybody when they tell me like what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Like You can ask and I'll do anything for you. But if you start telling me what I need to do to help you, I'm automatically like guards up, don't want to help you. Yeah, don't don't do that. Yeah. So we're getting we're getting a little bit sidetracked. From yeah. Okay. But I I did want to talk about like if there's any like traditions or rituals that like play any role in your family when it comes to back to school season. Like, do you do anything special before T goes back to school, either like after winter break, spring break, whatever? Uh, we don't for like winter break or spring break. Those are only like one week off. So um, we don't really put a lot into that. Um, but for like real back to school in September, don't really do much. But we always like make like a we never have him the night before like his first day. Mm-hmm. But we make like a ritual, I guess, of like the last nights that he's with us like that weekend. And um, we'll just like make sure we have like super like healthy filling dinner and then like a small dessert and then like early bedtime because he goes to bed later over the summer so then like uh we go back to like the earlier bedtimes and then just trying to make it like fun nights for him until he he goes back to his mom's and then I don't know what she does but that's our new routine for like during the school year yeah so that's similar to what we do like the boys have all come home so we all have work this week like my husband and I do So we're like, you know, you're not staying up because half the time on like the summer break, we don't care if they're quiet, if they stay up till midnight watching a movie or playing video games because the boys are all a lot older now, right? But, you know, we've been cutting it off at 9.30, like 9.30, you're in bed. By the time the weekend rolls around, everyone's going to be back to their 8.30 bedtimes. Right. Miss Kay's about to start kindergarten. She starts that next Monday. So I know. So we're trying to get in the habit of you have to go to bed at 7.30 because she's going into full-time kindergarten. Like we're doing a full five days just because of my own and my husband's work schedules. It's, we can't keep doing the four-day week. Uh So we're trying to cut her back on her bedtime. So we do the same sort of thing. And I kind of do like your last like sugary hyped up breakfast. So when I went into the grocery shopping, I went and bought like a whole bunch of waffles and stuff. So on the weekend, I'll make some waffles and do like a junky breakfast because when when it goes back to school, they're going to be eating porridge and wheat bix. Right. (laughs) Yummy. Because we make them eat a healthy breakfast so that yeah. their brains actually work at school. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a good idea. Like a fun thing to do for the weekend before. Yeah. So it's like their birthdays. Their birthdays is another thing. Every morning, like the morning of whichever kid's birthday is, I make pancakes. Oh, that's cute. So they know that they'll get pancakes unless they request something else like French toast or something like that. But normally it's pancakes because that's what I used to do for Big K for his birthday every year. Like from his first birthday, it was that wake up, make pancakes. Oh, that's sweet. That's really fun. So I'm so excited just, for Missy's first birthday. <laughs> I just, I can't believe that she's like a one this year. 
I know. She's almost eight months. That's so it's just coming up crazy. Sad. But I like wasn't uh, prepared for how quickly it goes. Like in the first year. Quick. When mums say time goes quick, it goes quick. It does. It is insane. Like I I thought that I saw time move quick with T where I was like, oh, like I feel like every time he comes back, he's like, you know, a couple inches taller and like just bigger. And I'm like, felt like I could see him grow. And that made me realize how quick time went. Um, having that experience with a baby is completely different. It's insane. It is like all three of the boys have come back taller. Even Miss Kay, like I didn't notice it as much because I was here with her the past week. But, you know, mm-hmm. last week when I was solo mumming it, my husband came back and he's like, she's grown. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. has she? And I'm like, oh, crap, she has. Like, Yeah, yeah you see it she... when you don't see them every day. Right. It's just crazy. Like the boys that come back is just all like legs and arms. Oh, yeah. He's got like this tiny body and his like arms have grown and his legs have grown, but his body hasn't. That age is always so awkward. It is so awkward. That's how I was when I was that age. I was like all legs and and then like I eventually like grew into my limbs, but um it was it was an awkward time for me. (laughs) I was always short and tubby. Oh, yeah, I definitely am a little bit taller. So, um, well, I haven't grown since I was 14. Oh, really? See, I like hardly grew at all in high school. And then when I was like 17, 18, I like finally grew into my legs and got tall, tallish. I probably wouldn't have grown anymore anyway, but I shattered both my growth plates in my knees when I was playing oh, football. That'll do it. So that that'll do it but I probably was never going to grow much more anyway because if anyone has ever seen my mom she is a midget almost legally a midget mine too both my parents are short and my mom's just shrinking with age no I'm seeing that in my parents too and I'm like I didn't realize this was like a real thing like old people actually shrink like I, mm-hmm. I've never I don't remember ever seeing it with my grandparents some like actually seeing it is insane Right. I never saw my grandparents shrink. Like, I feel like they've always been the size they are. And I guess I just see it as I've gotten bigger as the years went on. Right. But it's like, as we get, as the day goes on, like we're always taller when we wake up in the morning compared to Uh what we are in the afternoon because our spines compress throughout the day. Right. So it just, I guess as you get older, you just don't stretch back out. Right. (laughs) So, so. Right. That's super is. off topic. <laughs> it is. But we did get two listener responses. I know I posted it kind of late because I was a little bit unorganized. Um, but did you want to read the responses we got from the listeners about school? Sure. The first one is a good bedtime routine, which is kind of what we just talked about. Um, I would really like to know what other people add to their bedtime routine, though, like before school. Mm-hmm. So like we, we needed- do, we do like, 30 minutes before lights out, you actually go to bed physically and you have to read for half an hour. If you don't want to read, you stare at the roof, but lights go out after 30 minutes. They can't go out before 30 minutes? The, well, the lights can go out, but we don't care what they do. It's like, so Big J's is 8.30 bed, lights out 9 o'clock. He refuses to read, so it's lights out 8.30. Okay. And Big K, I'm upping his bedtime now that he's a little bit older because little J's increased when he turned nine. So mm-hmm. their bedtimes are go to bed at eight, lights out at eight thirty. Okay, that's fair. What was it before? So I have uh, Big K's was bed at seven thirty, lights out at eight. Okay. So it's only increased by half an hour. Um, but we don't care if they lay there 
wide awake, but your lights go out at that time. You can put, turn them out beforehand, but you're reading for half an hour, basically. It's to encourage that reading. Right. And it helps okay. wind them down, especially if they've been playing video games or watching TV. Right. Yeah. That's what we don't do TV first, like right before bed anymore, because we were noticing that it kind of like made him too like wound up and he couldn't fall asleep right away. But he does yeah. read. Um, My husband reads with him. So um, at night so they do do that still but he yeah, goes so, to bed at seven yeah that's a reasonable bedtime for his age i think so too but his mom thinks it's way too early what time does she get him up in the morning like we also get the boys up at six thirty every morning yeah we get him up for school we get him up at like five thirty because they live so far away that he had my husband has to like go out and then come back drop him off and then come back for his work truck mm-hmm. um so we do have to wake him up earlier than she does because she lives five minutes away from the school. But yeah, I mean, regardless, I we saw on his iPad that he was like texting his grandma and stuff at midnight before. So I don't know yeah, what that, her. That's the same crap that we deal with. Like the boys go to school four and 10 minutes away. So obviously they get to sleep in as late as they mm-hmm. want to. We have to be up at 6.30 because we're out the, out the door by 7.30. Some days we're going to be out the door by 7.00. Because if Big J has before school tutoring or anything like that, so or if there's traffic on the road, like that's always right. like a big influence on it. But like we've seen on Little J's Kids Messenger where he's messaging us or he's messaging other people at like 10, 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. Like it's school night, mate. Why, why is your device even in your room? Right. I know. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a whole different like a level of parenting right now with like iPads and phones and stuff because our parents didn't have to deal with that. They didn't. And I do remember like my phone in high school. So I had my phone in my room, but we didn't have Facebook, Snapchat, Mm. Instagram, TikTok. We literally had a phone to text our friends or call our friends. And we only called between a window of like six and nine because it was free. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. We had to save our credit because our parents weren't going to like buy us more than one month's worth of credit. Right. I know. <laughs> it's kids totally do, do, they don't know the struggles. But my phone was in my room. It was also my alarm clock. Mm-hmm. But the kids have so much on their devices. And, you know, I know being in a blended family, we're between a rock and a hard place. I could easily put parental controls to restrict app usage on big case phone without it causing dramas mm-hmm. when he's in the other house because he's not in the house as much right but we now have the boys 50 50 officially 50 50 but we can't restrict their technology usage in the other house we've tried to and it just causes problems I, so yeah, if i set would... up those parental controls it's really difficult so all we do is we just physically take the device off them when they're in our house right yeah that's what we do too because you can't like it's just so much harder because you can't control it it's difficult and you can't can't parent from both houses exactly but we want to be the first ones to get him a phone so that we can have like some control over that but i highly doubt that's going to happen well didn't she already get him one or is it just disappeared that disappeared since he got the tablet So now he, like, uses the tablet to, like, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just bigger, right? So he uses the tablet for, um, like, his school stuff. I can't even believe that they need a tablet for school, but 
Yeah, and then um, he plays like a couple games on there, but then he also has like um, he doesn't do kids messenger, but he has like texting where he can like text mm -hmm. from like the messaging app, and he just has like basically his like parents. Yeah. yeah, so it's just his parents and his grandma that they that he messages from there. Yeah, well, the kids have kids messenger. They use it to talk to their friends. Mostly, they talk to our neighbors. Oh. Like, um, I know one of the neighbors called Big J while they were away and stuff. So they talk. Little J doesn't really talk to his friends unless, of course, it's on video games. But we restrict the talking on video games here in our house because we've just had too many red flags. Yeah. And that can get so dangerous. It can. Did I tell you about the, the random person that Little J introduced to Big K? as his friend but then it came out little j doesn't actually know the person i feel like you did tell me that yeah yeah and then big k's father told me that this kid's gamer tag was testy man i'm sorry is that not a big red flag yeah that is crazy. and regardless regardless of if it's an actual kid why are the parents allowing them to have that as their gamer tag yeah that's crazy was like that, um, that's big k's another red flag. yeah was BK's dad like upset about the fact that um little Jay had introduced him? Yeah, so he he had told me that, you know, he, um Big K had been playing with some of Little Jay and Big J's friends. And I'm like, okay, let me investigate it. And then I found Big K was in my house playing on his switch that he got at his dad's house, talking to this random kid, and he tried saying that it was Little Jay's friend. And Little Jay's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, we're we're friends. I'm like, who is he? And he goes, Oh, I don't know. I'm like, so because you play with random people at your mother's house, you think it's okay to introduce them to your brother? No. Right. That's like, scary. You can't do that. Yeah. And that's really scary. <laughs> Yeah, but mm. once once Big K's dad found out about it, he was like, let's block, let's delete, let's remove yeah. that. So I'm glad that he's on board with me wanting mm -hmm. to keep Big K safe. And, you know, the kids don't always understand. They don't understand. And you're like, oh, it sounds like a kid has said, people have voice changes. Mm -hmm. they, they can pay money for really good ones. Yeah, and people are creepy. And, like, I remember, like, AOL chat rooms and – we were definitely talking to like grown men or grown people and like assuming they were kids. And I'm like, Absolutely. it's just too scary. But you don't realize it when you're a kid. Yahoo chat rooms. Yeah. It's like, like it wasn't it's scary. until we had MSN. We had MSN Messenger, and that's when we connected to our friends. Oh, okay. I never used the MSN. I just used the gay well. Oh, see, MSN was really big here. And we'd be like, oh, what's your MSN? And we'd like add people. And it was like normal chats where you could just chat like Facebook Messenger, Instagram Messenger, yeah. like it is now. Um, right. So I don't think AOL was really big here, but MSN was. But I remember like my first email address was like cool shorty something at yahoo.com.au. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. <laughs> something ridiculous and I used to enter chat rooms and pretend that I was a grown-up talking to these people and I was fucking like 11 yeah you don't know like the internet is just so scary and you don't realize it when you're a kid right but the fact is is that I was that kid who had the internet with parents who didn't know the internet mm -hmm. me too so I'm constantly thinking of worst case scenario it's like I had to drill into my kid's head. I told them all about Daniel Morecambe. Even though they learn about it at school, I was like, he was my age. He would be like 33 now. 
if what happened to him didn't happen. Right. I said, and you kids are trusting these random people on the internet. Big J's posting pictures of himself on TikTok in his school uniform. And I'm like, if you keep doing that, I'm going to remove your TikTok. Yeah. That is so crazy. Oh my God. That's so crazy. When I post a back to school picture of them, like I like blank out any like identifying markers of their school uniforms. Yeah, definitely. It is just so scary. But good thing um, Big K's dad is on the same page with that because that must help like immensely. It does. It means that I don't have to stress as much and it means I can bring things to his attention and he's not going to just shoot me down. Whereas Karen couldn't give a fuck. I know. That's so crazy though. I can't imagine. It is crazy. The last one is uh, back to school on January 3rd. Won't see stepson again until February 17th. Mm -hmm. That's a jump. They're long long distance co-parenting. Oh, okay. This is a stepmom who's been messaging us for a while. I think I've mostly met her, but she's in your time zone. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's a long distance co-parenting. Karen is, I don't know, a Bible basher and like brainwashing stepson. Like the whole situation is messed up and trying to reduce the already limited time that the stepmom and her husband have with their kid. And they only basically have school breaks. That's a shame. It is a shame. And this is what irks me about when parents want to take time away from parents that actually want to spend time with them. Right. I agree. It's so unfair. Like it, it's, yeah, not good. So not too many listener responses, but I think that's because I posted too late because we're coming off the weekend. Yeah, I know. And we didn't even know we were recording until last night, like less than 24 hours ago. So it was very last minute. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I realized my schedule for the week, I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But it worked out. So, so do you want to read the Stepmom Anonymous? All right. It's a funny one. So she wrote in and said, funny story. After the kids went back from two-week winter break, Karen sneaks off to Maui with the kids for a week or so. I have a big family and one of my cousins saw them. She goes up to the girls and was like, hey, are you Charles's girls? The girl's mom goes, yes, and how do you know? My cousin says, he married my cousin. Then this woman has the audacity to tell my cousin, welcome to the family. My cousin wanted to say some things, but was in uniform. Like, oh no, honey boo-boo, ain't no family here, and we ain't no sister wives. That's a really weird response from Karen. <laughs> Why? That's so, that well, just makes it so awkward. I think it was probably more of an awkward response. Like, yeah, when you meet someone, it's like, who the heck are you? Like, these are my kids. And who, mm-hmm. and like, oh, welcome to the family. Yeah, she is. Um, my mom was probably feeling a little awkward there, too. <laughs> that is funny, though. I thought it was funny. But do you know where they're from? She recognizes someone in Maui that's, like, so off the wall. <laughs> well, they're in the States somewhere. Okay. <laughs> So, like, there's, like, Somewhere a huge difference between, like, East Coast or, like, California. Yeah, I didn't yeah. ask. But <laughs> if she has a large family, she probably has people everywhere. Yeah, so true. I wish I had people in Maui. Yeah. I wish I had people anywhere. Like, <laughs> I've got my parents 20 minutes sort of north of me. I've got my grandmother, like, two hours south of me. That's about it. Yeah. Um. That's it. My parents are, like six hours north of me my sister just moved three hours south of me so i'm all alone too is that the sister that used to live near you mm-hmm. yeah my oh, husband got a job that like a different job i know sucks. i'm so annoyed. at least you could kind of like drive an hour and a half each and it's not that bad yeah 
I know she'll be back too because she wants is, to see the baby. But sex because she's anywhere a in the middle you can make. <laughs> I'm sure she was your babysitter. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust anybody else with her except we just hired one girl, so we'll see how that goes. But I don't think I don't know. I've never been down to where she moved, so I'm not sure. But it's not like so far that we can't just like go for a weekend. So we'll do that at some point and then maybe keep an eye out for somewhere to meet halfway. Is it still in the same state? Mm-mm. No, oh, we live at like the border of our state. Yeah, no. That like sucks. you can't go too much further and at still be in our state. So at least the response that you could just come to him is like, we would really like to take you, but your mom won't allow us to take you out of state. Yeah, we're starting to like be honest with him about that too. Like, we feel like he's getting old enough to like hear a response like that. He is old enough, especially if he questions you, like, why are you going without me? Right. Because your mom won't let us. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's it's pretty simple. Like, and I feel like that seven, eight-year-old age is like the right age where you can start with those responses if they're asking those questions. Yeah, I agree. Like, you don't rub it in their face and be like, oh, hey, we're going away without you because your mom won't let us. It's like, if they find out, because you don't openly, like, tell them that you're going away or whatever. It just... They find out because of something and it's like, yeah, well, we would have taken you, but we can't. Yeah. That's how we're going to have to do that with any vacation that we go on. If Mm -hmm. she continues not letting us, we'll, we'll of course ask every time, but if she keeps saying no, then that's what we're going to have to do because we don't want him to think that we're just not taking him because we don't want to. Mm, That's true. Well, that was like us. When we went to Fiji, like we told the kids we wanted to take them to Fiji, but we told them we had to ask their other parents. We knew Karen would say yes because she knew we'd bring the boys back and we knew that she wanted to take the boys to the UK because that's where her husband's from. But the trouble was with Big K's dad, right? Because I'd tried to get him to sign the passport paperwork for quite some time and it was really difficult and there was a few issues. And then, you know, we had a big blow up right before we were meant to leave for Fiji and like I got really scared of him because he like flipped out at me and I contemplated getting a like a restraining order against him and my husband's like don't file the paperwork because if you do he'll retaliate and stop Big K from going overseas yeah probably so you know but hopefully that's nothing I need to worry about in the future like he was really good I guess he liked the wording that I came up with which was literally just copied and pasted out of my husband's court orders um, oh for for our parenting plan regarding travel which is like I can't go without his permission um I'll give him the itinerary the flight numbers you know all within a certain time frame it's going to be like within 90 days of going overseas just so that he could see that there was return flights basically yeah I mean I understand like I think that's fair to make it so you need permission from the other parent to go overseas But when it's like a weekend thing, and even if you are going out of state, and we've never, ever had an issue before where he didn't get to school. So like, why? Like, I don't understand, like, what would be the issue there? Like, do you think we're just going to like flee the state and then not bring him to school and just keep him? Like, I don't understand, like, what the thought process is there. I, I don't know either. Like, Karen's family live in another state. We've never been concerned that she's going to take them there and not bring them back. Right. We were only concerned that she'd take them to the UK and not bring them back because her husband's a citizen. Yeah. I have family in another state. I don't ask permission. I just go. The only time I've asked is if it's on a weekend that's not my weekend. Yeah. But 
if I'm going to see my grandma, I just take the kids. Yeah. It's a two-hour drive over the border. I don't say anything to anyone. I just go do it and come back. Which is fair because if Big K's dad wanted to do the same thing, that wouldn't be a big deal, I don't think. Right. I just feel like if they're taking a plane trip, they're going away for more than a week and they're not going to be in their usual place, Mm -hmm. that's when that communication should happen. Right. I agree. Yeah. And if you're not, if, if custody orders aren't going to be followed, then there definitely needs to be a conversation about it. Like, oh, like, can I keep him an extra day or like whatever it's going to be. But otherwise, like, why can't we just go spend the night somewhere else, even if it's not in the state? The problem that you would have is that A, she's tracking you on his tablet and B, he would open his mouth. He would, yeah. We turned the tablet off, so we're not even worried about that thing. But um, he would not keep his mouth shut, I know, for which is fair. You you should be able to put it in airplane mode and it shouldn't track. Oh, okay. We just turned it off because he can't use it at our house anyway, unless he has schoolwork and then it's supervised. Yeah, right. I just, that's just bizarre. I don't even think it's his mom um, that's tracking it. I think it's his grandma. And she just likes to cause trouble. Like, I don't know for sure, but she, I know she just likes to cause issues. Like, I can understand tracking it. Like, we track the boys' phones, but we're not tracking them. The only time we look at it is if, um, like, when they're in the other parents' care is we check to make sure they're at school. Oh, that's fair. Because we have that issue. And... If they're not answering their phones, we check to make sure their phones are on. Yeah. I also, like, I fully believe in sharing your location with somebody else, even adults. Like, I share my location with my sister and my husband because you never know. But the weird thing, like, the reason we found out that she was tracking it, which is, like, a really weird thing. And we didn't know that she was being tracked. And she basically asked us why we were at the place we were at. And that just really rubbed us the wrong way. Yeah. So, like, that just seemed like it was not okay. No, like, the only time where we got a notification that Big J wasn't at school, so we tracked his phone, and my husband called, didn't say to Karen that we knew where he was, just said, why is he not at school? We got a notification that he wasn't at school and wanted to hear her response because we also kind of don't want her to know that we're tracking yeah, it. Right. I'm like, Big K is not with his dad often enough for me to use the tracker. The tracker is literally so while I'm at work, I can watch him walk home from school. Yeah. And I feel like that's such a great use of that. Like I, I watch him. It shows me the streets in real time where he is. It will show me if he stops or if he takes a different route that he's supposed to because he literally he's meant to leave our house when he walks to school. He leaves our house. He only has to cross two streets and he's at school. Oh, but that's then. Nice. So sometimes he goes a different way and he has to cross multiple streets. And I'm like, why are you going that way? Because that's number one, it's the long way. Number two, it's more dangerous because you're more likely to be hit by a car because you're crossing more streets. Right. Definitely. That's a good use of that. Um, Poor kids can't but, even skip school in peace anymore, huh? <laughs> nope. It's like, that's why we, we also track Big J's phone because he finishes school at 20 past one on a Wednesday. And we don't drive down there to pick little Jay up until three. So it's like, you know, you can just hang out at school or you can go to the local community center. And a couple of times it's like, oh, can I go to the skate park with my friends? No. So then we track his phone to make sure he's where he's supposed to be. Looks for him, but I totally, I would do the same thing. Right. Crazy how different we, it is. <laughs> but it's a different world. It is, yeah. It really is. 
Yeah, Right. It's just crazy. Um, I agree. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today on Raising His Kids. We hope you enjoyed this blend of celebrations and preparations. Remember, your experiences and stories are what make this podcast special, so keep them coming. don't forget to follow us at Raising His Kids on all social media platforms. We now also have Patreon where you can get access to exclusive content, including our video feed and join our Facebook group where you can interact with us directly, share your stories and offer support to others. Until next time, take care and keep raising his kids. Bye.